subscribe. How you guys doing? This is Julian O'Neill back with another episode. I'm here with my co-host, finally, Cadet John Artie, fourth class. What's up, brother? What's up, Julian? It's good to be back. You know, had a little COVID issues, and now I'm back. So, you know, it's good to be back. That's what's up. That's what's up. You know, it, it's tough out here with all this COVID stuff, but we're glad to have you back. Um, we do have a special guest. Um, my co-host hasn't started a podcast with me, uh, so this is going to be a first one. So how about you start the introduction to our special guest? All right, you got it. So we got the mastermind behind Barstool here, Barstool Maritime, and call him Captain on Instagram. Here he is. You want to take it away? Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm happy to be here. You know, uh, I've always wanted to go to Maritime kind of since like junior year of high school. Um. So here I am. It was a weird path, Um. kind of an orthodox one, Um. but we'll get more into that, you know, Throughout the interview, I understand you guys have some questions. So um, thank you for having me on. Looking forward to uh, seeing the reviews on this. And uh, that's really it. Now, yeah, the, just with the first question, honestly, you know, I, I live in the area. I don't know about you. Where do you, like, where do you live? I, I grew up on Long Island. I grew up uh, south shore Long Island. Okay, so same here. I live yeah. in Freeport. So, like, we ain't that too far. Yeah, no, we're not far at all. So, I think most, most kids that come to Maritime are Long Islanders. So, it's. Yeah, true, true. true. <laughs> Except <Definitely>. me. <laughs> Except you already, exactly. <laughs> but um, how do you feel being here? Like, what, what, what made you want to go here? How, so, how do I feel being here? Like, how do you feel getting get to, like, is this your dream college that you wanted to go to? Is this something? It's my dream now. I want to go to West Point. Um, and then as I was kind of going through my college application process and thinking about what I really wanted to do, you know, I had a conversation with my brother. He sat me down. He said, bro, look, I mean, he was in the military, uh, military intelligence. So he was the guy who, you know, did a career in the military. He only stayed in for like five years, but, you know, very successful in my eyes, kind of considered him a role model. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I was talking to my brother one day and uh, he told me, he sat me down, he said, look. I don't think that you're ready for West Point. I think if you went there right now, you'd fuck up somehow. And I said, okay, well, why? And he's like, well, look at your grades. Look at how you act. I said, you know what? Fine. What do you suggest I do then? And he said, you know, go join the Army as enlisted. And so I I did exactly that. You know, not kind of thinking, kind of just listening to him, you know, thinking like I was going to get my brain right. I was going to kind of act, you know, professionally or whatever. It was going to change me because everyone thinks that, like, you join the Army, uh, it's going to change you for better, you know, but – that really didn't happen. Um, it was a good experience. I met a lot of people. Um, it was an interesting experience. I learned a lot from that um, about like leadership, I guess you'd say, and just following orders and just listening to people. Um, it was tough. You know, I went through the infantry school, so it was like the toughest kind of army boot camp you could do. Um, I came back, obviously home, and spring semester of last year was my first semester at Maritime. And so where Maritime comes in, I always went on a bunch of cruises when I was younger. I loved sailing, grew up on the island. So obviously I love a love for the ocean um, and it just kind of fell on my hands, right? So I already got into Maritime before I even left for boot camp. So I knew I'd come back, wait a semester, and then I'd go to Maritime. So that's what I did. Um, as far as how am I liking it here? I'll be honest, like, Kind of like how everyone else likes it here. Um, there's a lot of bullshit with the regimen and whatnot. 
the regiment isn't what I would consider as close to the military life as possible, but it's not supposed to be in some sense, but it's also like a bit of a joke. Um, it adds unnecessary stress, I think. I don't think that the regiment really produces disciplined leaders. I think it's more of a show and tell for the Coast Guard because it's a requirement. But I think everyone has their own opinion to each its own type thing. Um, I think that kind of answers that first question. I like maritime, I do. I think my biggest problem with it is it lacks consistency in the regiment and there's just no sense of tradition. I don't know how you guys feel, but like, do you guys have any sense of tradition here? I mean, like, do you feel like, you know what I mean? Like if you go to West Point, you go to Annapolis, like Naval Academy, all those places have very strong history and it's very present. Mm -hmm. I feel like here it's like you go to SUNY Maritime College and that's it. Yeah, I know no, what yeah. you mean. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, like before I did um, college, I was in NJRTC in my high school, and like it was somewhat similar. There was a, there was a lot of bullshit, but I mean, like it wasn't to the point where it was like this. You know, I yeah. still love the regiment. I mean, I can I'll do anything for the regiment and whatnot. Still oh yeah, no, I I wouldn't leave the regiment at all. But yeah, it's just like you know, there's some you know cons that could be fixed there's some things that could be rethought especially like not to point nobody out but like more of the leadership like i think the leadership needs a little bit more training i think i don't know how you guys feel about this you're more than welcome to you know give your input of course to your podcast but um i feel that the leadership here they're more of a do as i say and not do as i do type of thing especially the ideos i've kind of seen that a lot um they're not the kind of people that lead from the front um, I know like a big part of army training was our drill sergeants, our officers, they, they always lived from the front. And I try to do that now as a leader in the army, as a cadet in the army national guard, I try to do that to the best of my ability is lead from the front where I ever can. And I think if we saw more of that, I think maybe people would take it a bit more seriously. I think it just, it's so far up. It's for like the last 10 years, the regiment has like been declining. And so now we're at this point where people just don't take it seriously. And so it's going to take years or at least classes of people to come up and say, hey, I want a better regiment. No, yeah, for you. Be, being a commanding officer in Android TC, I mean, if I was a commanding officer in this regiment, a lot of stuff, especially that I see my own leadership and staff do, like how you said, you know, do as I, don't do as I, you know, do, do, yeah. but like, do as I say, do as I say, I don't agree with that. It's more like, you know, do make sure before you come a leader, before you have to, you have to have the credibility in order to be a leader. Honestly, you can't tell all your cadets, "Oh, do this, do that." But do you even do it on your own? Did you do it on your own when you was a mug too? You, you and then openly and then openly saying, "I didn't do it as a mug," and then expecting us to do what you want us to do. You exactly. say, "Oh, like square your corners," but you know, to be honest, I didn't square corners when I was a mug. It's not going to work that way. Or when you go out drinking with a bunch of freshman girls, you know, in the mug class. And then you expect people to take you seriously. Like, no, it's not going to happen. You know, there has to be some sort of separation. I think every academy kind of has this problem, but they do a good job of at least being consistent. They know what to enforce, how to enforce it. And they know that if they disqualify themselves as a leader, they can't serve as in a leadership position. It's that simple. No, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but so on to the next question real quick. So you're saying you're an Army National, right? National yeah, Guard. the Army National Guard. Yeah, that's okay. right. So you being in the Army National Guard and coming to Maritime, how do you do you feel like your major is going to benefit you more in the National Guard? What you're majoring so, in? No, I I'm 
MT right now, I'm going to be transferring the marathon history. I don't think it's going to have any benefit for me at all in the National Guard, right? I think um, I'm even if I commissioned active, I think it's more in my future, you know, what I want to do outside of the Army because everyone's not going to spend, you know, their entire life in the Army. And I'm not sure that's something I want to do. But I know that if I do get out or if I get hurt, I want a job where, you know, I can have fun still, I can travel, I can do the things that I enjoy. So I think personally where I see myself is maybe after five to eight years in the Guard or in the Army, either I resign my commission, I become a warrant officer and I sail on Army vessels, or I say I'm done with the Army, I'm done with public service, let me go ahead and drive cruise ships, which is really what I want to do. So I think it's more setting myself up for like personal success after my career in the Army or my initial stint. Yeah, because uh, for me, I'm majoring mechanical engineering and I'm planning on going into the Air Force after my four years here. So me. Are you are you licensed or mine? Licensed. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So me coming into Maritime, um, main reason I came here was because of like, you know, the military, how they say lifestyle with the regiment. And then like you got here. And it's not. You know what I mean? So but yeah, that's the main reason why I came here is to you know, get prepared, you know, get a little know seen into what you know military life is like but and you, I, I you think, actually have i think that background but i i don't want to like diss anyone here but i think this is a good start but it just it stops short of doing anything like that you know yeah I know but, what you mean. so yeah that was my main purpose for coming here but as you say you're in the national guard so you know why would you want to stop that and come to come to college? Well, to be clear, you know, the National Guard is part time, right? So the officers, they have these jobs, the enlisted, they probably work a side job or, you know, work full time in the National Guard. Now, for me, I knew I wanted to become an officer. I knew how to do that. I had to get a four year degree or at least a two year. And so I knew that I wanted to study something. Originally, you know, I wanted to West Point. I wanted the military like atmosphere in college. I chose maritime because I wanted to sail. So it's not that I'm leaving the Army. I'm still in the Army. Um, I'm still doing Army ROTC. It's just a next step up in my career, if that makes sense. Yeah, I got you. So, Julian, you got anything? I mean, just honestly, like, just past experience, I mean, definitely the regiment has obviously time to improve. I think they just need to be more mindful on decisions and just, like, what they need to prioritize. I think the biggest question is, though, is who's really in control of the regiment? You know, like, that too. is it is it SUNY that's telling us we can't do certain things? Is it SUNY that's breathing down Captain Hamp's neck? Is it Captain Hamp that just doesn't care anymore because he's been here for forever? Is it Commander Groman who's too lenient or maybe not too lenient? Is it the Regcom? I think it's it's uh, it's it's not as simple as it seems. Or it might be. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, well, in all due time, that will figure out. I just, like... Honestly, just me dealing with this, I know I wouldn't want my own regiment to be like this. Not saying this is a really bad regiment because I've seen regiments way worse, battalions worse, companies worse, platoons worse. I, I've seen all. But, like, definitely there's always time, you know, for improvement. And, you know, we just need to do better in what we need to do and what we need to really – the main thing is we all need to come together and really pinpoint everything – that's wrong you know not a lot of people speak up and be like oh this is the problem no they just let it happen and then they deal with it which in your in in your defense okay that's you you don't have to focus on this i mean for me i like to make things better make things smoother i don't want to go through hell and high water 
for everything when it doesn't need to be that. You get mm. what I'm saying? So, like, definitely I feel like something should be said. You know, this past whole, like, regiment review, whatever they did, I did mean. You guys, did you guys attend that, by the way? I couldn't. But No, I, I was. I didn't have time to. Yeah, I, Either that was, all day. yeah I think that was a poor time for them to do it in the middle of the day on a Wednesday or a Thursday whenever they did it. It was a Thursday. Yeah, they should. They probably should have did it for rejective. And honestly. multiple, multiple sessions. Multiple. Yeah, they, I don't think they. Only I had feel like, like two. us as freshmen should really like. You know, we're just coming into this. We should have. You know, uh, we we should have like some sort of say in it because like we just started and we want to see this place grow. You know, even bigger than we are now. Like we're not the biggest, but you know, with time and actually like listening to different ideas, we could grow into something even bigger. So, Have you guys been to the fort? Have you seen Honor Hall? And have you seen the pictures of Maritime College and New York Maritime Institute before it became SUNY Maritime? I mean, I, I was impressed. You know, every time I go down there, I've been here for like almost two years now studying here as a student. And every time I go down there, I'm impressed. I, I And then it sucks because it's like at one time we were such a great organization such a great institution, and here we are barely making the cut, you know? No, yeah, I totally understand. Like I said, people got their views, people got their opinions. You don't bother to try to help, which isn't bad, like I, I said. Don't fault them. Yeah, I don't fault them because you're trying to do and trying to get through it, you know? And mostly people that I know who do that has no experience with this type of lifestyle. And I give them props for that because I don't want you guys to go out your, you know, zone when when you don't need to and do something that you regret or say something that you regret to the regiment because i know if i was an ex experience i would be going off at everybody you know but i know my place i know my rank like what mr henry says but the bottom of the totem poles so, i mean like it is what it is we just gotta deal with it and then once we get to a position where we can actually speak about it and bring it up um then that's when we can just say what we want to say respectfully, you know what I'm saying? So it is what it is at this point, you know? We all got to deal with it. We all got to focus on our futures, get to what we need to get. Obviously, there's going to be some trials and tribulations on the way there, but we all can get through it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I know what you, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I don't have any more questions for you, you know? You know, you're coming from a background where, you know, you actually seen like good leadership where you actually, you know, you have that actual military background and have that training in a way. So, Julian, you got anything? Um, question wise, um, let's see. As far as like you, like on the weekends, like, I know you're here on the weekends now. Like, what what do you do on the weekends? Do you take time to study? Because I know the hell I don't sometimes. I don't. Um, I think I have this reputation, and even just based off my page, like, um, talking calm cap specifically, I think, like, what that's come to be is a very, very real resemblance of my daily life here at Maritime. It's like me just making a parody of my life. Um, and no, I don't. I don't take time to study. Uh, I go hard. And I finished out last semester with a 1.7 GPA, 2.0 cumulative. So it wasn't a good start uh, for my second semester. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it was a hard semester. So I needed that. I needed to get that energy out somehow. But to answer your question, no, I don't study. I go out to Fordham, I drink, and 
I spend my time at Barnyard Emojis. That's it. No, I feel you. I've been to. You know, at least he's honest, though. No, yeah, definitely. Being honest is the way to go. I'll be honest with y'all, too. Y'all already know from the previous uh, two episodes uh, when I had McDonald's on, you know, I already I said I, I'd be having me some rum and cokes. That's pretty much the only thing now. Probably have maybe. No, I, I, I just got busted with alcohol. I'm probably going to get 25 and 1. Um, Oof. Yeah. That shit. <laughs> the, the, the one thing for me, like, I, I go out a bunch. I do all that, but I don't. Go like going to barnyard really anymore because it's twenty five dollars to get in, you know. Well, you know like, I know Simon, so I usually talk him down. Sometimes if you get in lucky, zero dollars in the handshake. That's it. That's your <laughs> price. Give him a handshake and a dab. But I agree, twenty five dollars to go out and dance with a bunch of Fordham freshmen. I mean, that's more your speed maybe, but it's not really mine anymore. But I still go out because I can't help myself. No, yeah, I'm I'm not I'm a party person. Like I. I am a very much of a party person. I love to dance. I'm a very energetic person. When it comes to party, I'll go. Like, I'm honestly thinking of going to either Barnyard Mugs or anywhere, maybe Fordham, somewhere over there maybe this weekend. I don't know. Just to get the hell out of, you know, get the hell out of Maritime. Don't want to go home, you know, just to go and you know. just chill, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, we, we were home for three weeks with our family and everything, you know, enjoying ourselves, getting all rested up and all that. You know, now's our time. To, now it's time to hate life again. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean. Now it's time to come back and, uh, you know, get, get our lives adjusted in a way, if you know what I mean. No, yeah, I mean, we all have our ways of adjusting to life, you know, getting, coping what we have to do in actual life. You know, we always have that part of us where, yeah, you got to be an adult. You got to do what you got to do. And then you chill. Sometimes that inner child comes out and be like, hey, let's just have fun, you know. And that's most of, the, most of the time the best way to do. That's why a lot of people here in Maritime do what they do on the weekends. You know, they go out, have fun, drink, do what they got to do. And they, they don't care because they know, you know, here during the week, we're not going to have that much fun. We're locked down. Very much locked down. I mean, sometimes, but you know, it, it's it is what it is. So we got to deal with it. We got to cope with it. You know. Well, yeah. So, you know, being you know a little freshman in this place isn't really all that great. You know, during the week you're stuck here. You know, you're not really allowed any freedom. You're only allowed a little bit of freedom on the weekends. So, I mean, that's really it for me. You know, Julian, you got anything? Uh, like I can tell you my experience as far as being a freshman here. Um, like I said, past experience with this in the whole leadership thing. Um, when it came to the first semester, uh, in doing NDOC, during NDOC, I know definitely it was kind of a shit show because it wasn't the real NDOC. I really wanted to like, what was it, 14 days usually? Nah, the original NDOCs were 10 days, but fought, but, uh, the first week was, you know, you're in the building. Then I think the second week you were living on the ship. Yeah, it's either one of those. But, like, you know, I really wanted that. And then being able to go on that PT field and doing the uh, pass and review and the ceremony of getting past doc, I really wanted to do that. But, you know, it's unfortunately we couldn't do it. So, I mean, like, I really hope it, hoped that we would have done that. But COVID really messed things up. And so that's something that we also got to – deal with is this COVID, you know, getting in the way of things that should have been done, um, you know, and just like academically, I procrastinated, 
definitely procrastinated, you know. I passed all my classes, but should I have done better? Yes. Most of my license class, I got like a B and a, but more of like the irrelevant classes like English, Can't say this math, history. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do it, but I'm like, I'm not going to go as hard as this license because I'm focused more on that license and the major itself more than like the irrelevant classes. Yeah. I just found out I didn't have to take history as far as elective. I could have took Spanish and I took Spanish up to Spanish three when I was in high school. So like I couldn't do it again. Yeah, yeah, can't say the same, y'all. I failed two classes this semester. I failed English and I failed chem. Uh, So, I mean, chem was one of the prerequisites for a class I need to take my junior year here. So, I mean, this semester, it's a a bit of a uh, time to kick it in. Well, I mean, I've missed two summer cruises. I'm missing another one this year, so two total, because I failed math and math is a prereq for math G. So, I'm behind the ball, right? But um, I think the biggest message I can give to anyone out there is, like, don't let that stop you. It might slow the process down. I don't think there's any rule that says, like, you have to get college done within four years or else, like, it doesn't exist, you know? So, you know, take some time off if you need to. Or if you don't need to take some time off, then so what? You get set back a semester or a year, you know, more money, yes. But at the end of the day, you can still accomplish your goals. No, yeah. Definitely. I also heard um, previously that you went on a lot of cruises. I also would like to go to be a uh, cruise ship captain one day, it's like specifically on Carnival. I've been all my life on I Carnival. I hate Carnival. <laughs> you hate Carnival? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Hold it there. Hold it there. What do you hate about Carnival? I, I just Carnival, to me, I don't like the design of her ships, right? I think it's very basic. What? Um, I do like what they're doing right now with the uh, the carnival uh, Mardi Gras. The Mardi Gras, yeah, the carnival Mardi Gras. I think she looks beautiful. The new paint scheme is awesome. Um, I just I wasn't a fan of Carnival. Honestly, I was always a fan of Royal Caribbean, Norwegian Cruise Lines, uh, Celebrity. I think my go-to would be Norwegian, but you I know that uh, I'd probably get stuck on Norwegian's Pride of America, and that's not the most beautiful ship in the world. Hell no! You talking? <laughs> you talking about Carnival? Don't got no beautiful ships. Conquest class, Splendor class, Sunshine and Sunset. Bro, I've been on almost all of them. They're all beautiful, especially behind the scenes. You ever go on a cruise? They always have this program where you can go behind the scenes, yep. engine room, Check out bridge. Yeah. Bro, it's cool, bro. I have a whole, like, I'm, I have captain's Instagram because of that. And, like, they, we actually talk, like, frequently because I told them, I was like, look, I want to do what you're doing. Tell me how do I get there? And they was like, go to Sony Maritime. That's where I come from. And this dude was like, what, maybe European? I'm like, how do you know about Sony Maritime? You from Europe? Don't you do something over there? Respectfully, like, yeah. You, all you know, there. it was it was like growing up. It was always a bit like weird because all the captains, uh, all the officers, they'd be like from Europe and maybe Eastern Asian countries, maybe or maybe the unlicensed folks. And it was like, damn, like this isn't really something you can get into as an American, you know, because. I never saw like American captain. Exactly. I think I saw a Canadian captain on Royal Caribbean once. Yeah, you never, you never usually see a person with color, especially too, being in a cat, being a captain, or just maybe being on the bridge. You know, I've seen a couple of pilots that actually was, and it's mo- mostly because they're in the Caribbean, obviously. But like, you know, when it comes to actually being on the ship, they are going like, you know, it's Europeans, Vietnamese nobody like and it's like bro when are we gonna change bro 
not saying there's nothing wrong with it, but at the same time, there's a downside of it. We need some more diversity, honestly, in this industry. You know, even being here, I ain't gonna lie. There's a lot of Caucasians in this school, and they look at me like I am freaking weird. All right, so what that I'm brown, I'm light skinned I look like a pineapple. What is I, the- I mean, like I like I don't know. I haven't had the same. I haven't had a similar experience. Like being being, I guess you could say black, mixed, whatever the fuck, person color. Like I don't give a fuck. You know, to me, I just. I guess the army turned everyone green to me, and I don't really care if anyone sees me other than that. You know, like, I guess I just haven't had that problem because I haven't thought about it. I haven't really encountered racism throughout my life. You know, I grew up on an island, and it wasn't really, like, that big of a deal. I, I never had any bad encounters. But I think, like, yeah, there are some issues with race going on on campus. I think um, it needs to kind of change because no one should have to have, like, swastika stickers, you know, put up on, the, like, the bow or wherever it was. <laughs> Nigger- written in the, you know, the elevator um i mean these are things that like you should be able to talk about not the like sent like you know yeah but honestly yeah no something has to change it's gonna be a thing um i think maritime as a whole like it's going down the wrong direction in yeah. in a lot of aspects but i think that's one that the student body has the ability to fix and that's just simply like remembering that we're all part of one team and that we're all going to be in the same industry no, yeah, definitely understandable. You know, we do got to make a change. And so I implore, like, I have people on this podcast that listens uh, where I was from in Puerto Rico and um, over and back in Freeport. And they're mostly, you know, person of color, Latino, African-American and whatnot. And, like, people over there, I just recently actually just went back to my high school and did a presentation for SUNY Maritime just to promote it because I know – that's a part in my community where it's mostly Latinos uh, and African-Americans. We definitely need like their minds. We need this, the divide, the diversity. We definitely do. And that's why I went over there and like talked to them about it. I did be truthful. I like, you know, there is going to be some things you may not like, but you got as a adult, you got to adjust to that because the world ain't pretty. The world ain't pretty at all. So you, you're living in a world that's dangerous. You know, you got to just get through it on your own. Just focus on you, your future. And if you, anything that has to deal with maritime, engineering, mechanical engineering, whatever, we have here. And this is probably the best school out in the world to go to, at least in the USA, to go to, especially for engineering and mechanical engineering and whatnot. So, like, you know, yeah, like, for real, like, come this way, like, you know, deal with it in the problems, but you don't have to deal with it. But like, definitely open yourself up to something that in the world, it's not usual. Be the first one or be a couple or generation of maritime changing or at least starting that change. Because, you know, we need it desperately, desperately. <laughs> so, you know, are right, you got anything? Nah, I'm all good here. That's what's up. That's what's up. But, you know, we, we thank you, uh, my man. Yeah, no, I, I thank you guys for letting me come on here. It was crazy. You know, I heard the, per- the the podcast. I was wondering, like, beforehand, like, what the fuck kind of shit are they talking about on here? But uh, it's pretty fluid. It's pretty interesting, kind of impromptu, so I like it. Um, thanks for having me on here. I'm a huge fan. Honestly, I think it's kind of interesting. So thanks for having me on again. No problem, brother. We, we welcome back uh, my co-host here. John, Artie, we really missed you. At least I missed you. I know your stupid ass. I really missed you, definitely. 
and we're gonna be catching up later a lot. We're gonna we're gonna party. We're gonna party. We're gonna get this. Hide the mic, Brickley. We're gonna party. But you know, we we going we gonna you know do what we do. All right. Yeah. So, but guys, um, please, uh, when it comes to the getting to know this podcast, make sure your friends listen to it. We're going to have a lot of episodes on here that talks about life. And obviously we're going to have fun. We're going to laugh. We're going to do a whole lot of stuff and do not hesitate to text um, either me or Artie um, any topics you want to hear. Yeah. You want to be on the podcast, do anything. Next week we're going to have uh, one of the kids in my section come on. Uh, he has about 200 days at sea already. So he's going to talk about life at sea for, with us for next week. So keep in with that. No, definitely, man. Like, really, um, listen in, um, you know, tell other people to listen. Um, just from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you for just listening in, taking time out of your day, out of your week, um, and just listening. Shout out, actually, to uh, Kelly Kuhn. She's my favorite ginger. I promise I say that to her on my podcast. And also shout out to my IDO, Mr. Altini, my CTO, Miss Buser. I'll see y'all uh, next week. And we hopefully see you next week. And thank you guys for listening in. And you guys have a blessed day. See y'all later. Be good, guys. Sounds good.